0: But do it for the right reasons. Don't do it because you just broke up with your boyfriend and you want him to see your abs and how they've changed since you started starving yourself.
1: The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to
0: Surrounded by
1: Idiots. Radio Podcast. Hey everybody, you are back again. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is where we give you news notes, tips, uh, life hacks to help you rise above the unwashed masses, and live life on your own terms. I'm your host, Tony Dufresne. Your other host is Lexi Rodriguez. Hey, Lex, how you doing? Good. How are you? Doing great. This (laughs) show is about self-care, millennials and self-care, which is a big thing. It's a big buzzword, big enough to where even NPR wrote a recent article about it. We're going to talk about what self-care is and uh, if you should do it, and then what your thoughts are, and then how you should do it. So, uh, I want to start it off by uh, quoting a uh, little piece in, uh, off of psychcentral.com. Psych isn't psychology, psychcentral.com. And they have, I think they had a pretty good definition of self care. And what they said it was, was an activity that we do deliberately in order to take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health. Now, although it's a simple concept in theory, it's something we very often overlook. Good self care is key to improve mood and to reduce anxiety it's also key to a good relationship with oneself and others basically the objective of self-care is a balanced life i think that's kind of the overall you know uh, you know motivation right the concept of self-care has existed since ancient greek times where actually at that time in history it was looked upon as a way to care more about other people because you care more about yourself so if that makes any sense so to me, this is my own personal viewpoint, self-care is a very important concept and a practice worth doing, but big but only if there's a level of self-awareness that goes along with the self-care.
0: You know what it is, is millennials, they not we don't have more time to take care of ourselves better than past generations. We're making more time. We are creating this importance around the industry and around um, that life of wanting to feel good and knowing that working five days a week, 40 hours, is tough. Knowing that that's tough. So if we can take control over the way that we feel just by maybe working out in the morning, by meditating, self care. And I also want listeners to know that self care isn't just physical. It's giving yourself time to read the book you've been, I just looked at this book that I'm like almost done with, but fuck, I've been so busy, but it's just giving your time or yourself time to read the book you're like, so, Hindu, but you you can only read once a week for an hour. But that's self care. Sometimes, personally, I choose sitting down and reading over going to the gym if I only have an hour to spare. But millennials are making those decisions, and that's the coolest thing: is we're making time to work out, to meditate, to do the things that stimulate our mind because. In the end, we're going to feel good about it, to to have sex in the morning. Honestly, it's what makes you feel good and what gets you um, going, and it creates that flow with your day. I know we talked about flow um, Mm -hmm. once in a while on the show because Mm -hmm. flow is everything, but it's so easy to get off track if you are hungover in the morning, or if you skip that workout, or even whatever you're eating, or even the energy around. There's so many things that go into it, and I think that millennials are so much more aware than past generations, and that's why, why we're making why do you think, it a priority. Why do you
1: think that's the case, though? Why, why do you think that you guys are, are kind of leading this thing, or you have... Risen above the masses and you're able to you take know, this in mass as a as a movement almost, because I, right. I I feel as though it's almost a movement within your generation.
0: It's so cool to be a part of it, too. But I think that um, past generations are so focused on making money and having what they think is a balanced life and what they think they should be doing that they, they would never spend 90 minutes in a hot yoga class before they have to spend 12 hours be, behind a desk because that sounds like two torturous things, but they've never felt the value in, in these, um, these emotions that you let off while taking care of yourself so well. Um, that they didn't know what really what they were missing. But in the end, they were just kind of hurting themselves and putting themselves in this burden, uh, just repetition of waking up, going to work, eating the same thing. I mean, my dad probably ate the same breakfast every morning for fucking 40 years before work. He'd pop a fucking pie in the microwave, you know, eat it in a paper towel and get into his Bronco and drive to work, which whatever, it's cool. But he also... You mean
1: like one of those hostess pies?
0: Oh, yeah. Like get one of those fu- ra- he had one totally, of those? No. every morning. He had one of those every yeah. single... Are you kidding? But that's what I'm saying, that the repetition <laughs> that the past generations have created for themselves and like I think that consistency... I'm actually exploring the theory of consistency right now. I'm so into it because I think past generations think that consistency is a good thing and they're just like... You know, just whatever you do in life, stay consistent, whatever, whatever. I'm exploring the theory that I think consistency is a little mind-numbing. I mean, if you get yourself in a pattern that's not creating mental stimulation in different areas, like I said, whether it's sex, whether it's yoga, whether it's reading, um running there's so many different things you can do to stimulate your mind body and soul and we are exploring them past generations were focused on they had a family they had to provide for their family they had to make a certain amount of money so maybe there wasn't time but also they didn't know how it felt to to um dive into creating that time you know they mm-hmm. didn't know how to do it they didn't even think it wasn't even a thought so it's like not and nothing against them But we're ahead of the game. And you know what? That's why we're all so brilliant.
1: (laughs) Oh, clearly. I I, I honestly think that the main cause or the primer of all of this in terms of you guys and the shape of your generation and and the reasons why you guys are elevating above us and the baby boomers is the Great Recession. I I think that I think since because the Great Recession happened, it almost took the floor out from under everybody in regards to what they felt as though what success was and what life was all about. For sure.
0: It's, it's and the it, definition it, 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 of yeah. success. It, it's changed drastically. Completely. And we're okay with it.
1: Thank God. Thank God. Because I, I mean, I think that, I think that the definition and the, and purpose of life in terms of just, you know, making money and, and e- involving yourself around value from a monetary standpoint and then, and then what you have and, and all that stuff. I, I, th- I think that did a huge disservice and it kept us from growing. And I think it took, it's always one of those things like phoenix rising from the ashes and I think you guys rose from from the ashes of this. You saw the effects on your parents of uh, of the devastation of everything that they believed in mm-hmm. uh, being crushed basically. Right. And uh and out of that you guys realigned your values yeah. and realigned and and started to understand there's way more to life
0: totally. than just
1: having that house and two and a half kids in the picket fence or uh you know or making more money than the guy next door or any totally. of that stuff there's
0: so much more
1: and there's and there is and that's why i love you guys that's why i right. do this show that's why i counsel you guys that's why because i'm almost like one of the like a millennial like an old millennial i mean mm-hmm. i i was I, I was trying to survive with the gen xers and that's why I always had a problem relating to that. And that's why I always did my own stuff. And that's why I've had six, seven different businesses. And that's why I've, I've just, I mean, I do all sorts of shit. People think I'm nuts in my generation. Mm-hmm. My parents think I'm totally nuts. I mean, I went back to school yeah, when I was know. 30 and do something to, well, you know, you have to be a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, I just, mm-hmm. but that, but that's the whole point. And I don't want to get off, off topic because I just wanted to lend you my, my understanding towards, I think you're, I think you guys are doing an amazing sure. thing. And I, and I want to I, talk, uh, and I think uh, self-care is an important part of that.
0: It's so important. And I want to talk about the different types of self-care self-care. You know, I think that being, being uh, mentally stable and being in this industry <laughs> as a mental health coach. I mean, you know, Tony, it's crazy um, how physically healthy and mentally healthy tie, together simultaneously, it's the same thing. And it's really interesting because I do have clients that I talk to and I this is one of my tools that I create for my clients is creating a a diet book with not only what you're eating, but what you're doing that day. What did you do in the morning? what did you have for breakfast? Who did you talk to first thing in the morning? Where did you go? Did you get on your phone and go on Instagram? Did you throw on the news or did you meditate? Did you listen to country music? Did you listen to hardcore rap music? I want you to keep a journal journal of all of this stuff so that if it was a good day at the end of the day, you're reflecting on what's popping and you're like, this was a really good day, you know, and those knowing what you did to create that feeling is going to help you tremendously because you're, you're going to be like, fuck, well, I'm going to do this again tomorrow, and, you know, and then, then knowing if it wasn't so good of a day, what happened if you got right on Instagram, if you, if you got right on your emails, you know, and started talking about work when you're not even supposed to be at work for three hours, that shit's draining. You have to know how to start your day. That is my number one tip is to. Make sure you start your day on a positive note. And you know what? This has Super to do with important. a lot of things. It has to do mm-hmm. with who you're waking up next to. It comes down to relationships. you know. And I want to tackle that for one second because one of my self-care um, pieces of advice is it's about who you're around. Your take, Whether you want to take in somebody else's energy or not, You are taking in their energy. If you're, if you're having a conversation with them, if you're letting them vent to you about something, even if you're, even if it's a great piece of energy and it's the old lady at the coffee shop and she's smiling at you and she compliments your hair, or even if you're complimenting someone, those things have a big play or they play a big part in the way that you feel. So one of my big tips is do not, I don't care if it's your grandma. Do not spend time with anyone who is sucking your positive energy and stealing your shine because that doesn't feel good. You can appropriately decline a cup of coffee with someone if you don't want to have a cup of coffee with someone. This takes me to my next thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Do not
0: feel obligated to do everything people ask you to do, you know, That is huge. And I've learned this a lot. You know, I'm really learning how to balance shit in my life. And I've learned that as long as I don't feel bad about declining an invitation, then that's all that matters. And if this if I do it appropriately, and there's ways to do it, obviously, but do not feel obligated to do everything. A lot of times people drown in that. And then it makes them feel bad on themselves. They're like, fuck, I'm a flake or I'm a bad person. I don't have time for my friends. Like, no, there's a time and the place. And if they're your friends, they are going to understand that you're busy and that you'll make time for them. And then when you make time for them, it's it should be the same. It should be like you never skipped a beat.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Totally agree.
0: Um, and then another thing. I wrote down when I was thinking about this is don't drown in too much opportunity because opportunities are good and millennials do this a lot. And I feel like we want to We want to take every opportunity. We don't want to shut down anything because, Mm -hmm. you know, some of us are trying to find a good paying job, but also some of us are trying to network and see we're just we're so we're strong believers in the universe. So we're kind of like, well, where is the universe going to take me? Maybe I met this person for a reason. I can't turn my back on this opportunity, but do not drown in these opportunities, because then they're all gonna just fall out of your hands. So pick and choose what opportunities feel good and pick and choose what you think, you know, you want to commit to because commitment is everything. So be a good person. That's another way to take care of yourself is if you feel shitty about something, you did talk about it, get it off of your chest, but don't do it again. Being a good person is the best Piece of self care that you can have is like you're walking down the street. You just feel like you look good because you know you're beautiful as fuck on the inside. Yeah, because you know you're aligned. I mean?
1: you're, yeah, you're aligned with your values, and, we, and that just takes us back to last week's show. When you're aligned with your values, you are authentic. Authentic is being really being a good person, is being the best version of yourself, and that's we all can't do that 24 hours a day. We try. It'd be awesome if we could, but for some reason, the human condition does not allow us to be on point 24/7 but totally but the more you work on it the better you will get and the more you will be able to stay on point and the more you will be able to stay aligned so that's right. that's really that's a good point
0: for sure. And I want to, um, touch on something that you had in your notes was kind of like, don't let your ego get in the way. You kind of spoke on this millennial generation is real big on selfies and, and gym selfies. Yeah. And, that, that's and, where, that's where all want, this goes sideways. Right. Yeah. They want to show everyone that they're in the gym every day and that they're drinking a fucking juice in the morning and whatever. If that makes you feel good, I love it. I think that that's awesome. I think that. The, that that's um, a kind of a part of a accountability that we can keep on ourselves is when I post this picture, this, this Transformation Tuesday picture. I look good. I'm proud of myself. So fuck off if it makes you feel bad, but do it for the right reasons. Don't do it because you just broke up with your boyfriend and you want him to see your abs and how they've changed since you started starving yourself. You know, there's the right way to do it. And it's all about being healthy. You know, it's all about having balance, having fun. And, you know, it will all come and tie together like i naturally stopped drinking as much when i started waking up earlier and started working out R- more consistently because you don't yeah, want to happens. feel like shit yeah. in the morning. So it's mm-hmm. it's cool because mm-hmm. you kind of see it all tied together. You kind of see the right people coming into your life just naturally. And when you're aware and, and when you're taking care of yourself, your mind is so clear. The signs are so clear to you. And that's another like magical thing that happens when you just take care of your body is mm-hmm. You see what you need, you see what you don't need, and you know how to do it. You're not questioning yourself. When you're not taking care of yourself, your mind is foggy. There's a a neurological effect on the way that your brain operates, and it's not operating smoothly. So if anything, I think that people need to take care of themselves just for the fact that their brain should be functioning at its best ability every single day. And if that means waking up and meditating and having a green smoothie, then do that. Mm -hmm. Just, you know... Have fun with it. You I, I are going to be right. in this body for the rest of your life, right?
1: Yeah. I, well, I mean, that's. I mean, you, you know how much I uh, uh, am concerned about that, and I use that because I mean, I'm going to be 52 in a week. I, I mean, I, that's I, I look crazy, like, I, dude. I, I look like I'm. I look like I'm 35, <laughs> but I look. But I'm going to be. But you know why? Because ever since I was young, I took care of myself, and, and, right. and trust me, I, I I blew myself out. I've had way too much alcohol. I've done way too much weird shit. But overall, I have exercise and I eat and I eat clean and you have to make those choices because if you do make those choices and you guys are in your twenties or thirties, you'll be able. And I see a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of kids, a lot of younger, you know, millennials out there that are making these positive choices more than they, that, than my generation did. What's going to happen is you're going to you're going to you know you're going to be in your 50s or 60s and you're going to be able to do whatever you want totally. because you're still going to be healthy. There's a way to keep that going, but you have to start now and create a baseline and create positive behavioral structure in order to keep moving through. But you have to start now cuz it's such a slow process. You can't start at 40 if you've just destroyed yourself yeah. and and start at 40 years old and then think that you're going to be, you know, up and running and everything's going to be great. and Your knees are going to miraculously heal. That's not the case. Take care of yourself now. I mean, go out and party and have a good time and whatever the case may be. But, you know, but that's a really good point. And and self-care is essential because I always use the analogy of the, you know, when they talk, when you go on an airplane and they talk about the, uh, those things, the airbag things falling Mm -hmm. in in case of an emergency, what do they always say? They always say, put yours on first, then put it on your kids or whoever you're with. Put yours on first. Take care of yourself first because you can't take care of the other person until you take care of yourself.
0: And the rest will fall into place if you're taking care of yourself. You're just going to be and feel so much better. And you're going to want to help people out. You're going to want to do things that are active. You know, you're not going to be hungover and and stuck on your couch. I do want to say that you need to, you do need to give yourself a break once in a while. Do not feel like you can have no days off because you can. But as long as the balance is there, you'll be okay. I mean, so with my clients, I do a lot of awareness coaching. I want people to be aware of what they need to do. Number one, because you can, you can do it. You have the answers. I'm just there to guide you to the answers that you already created it's really fucking cool um but with my fitness coaching as well is i i start this process very slow like you said it's not easy you're not going to get into a pattern in one week, it's going to oh take God. you a month to create a pattern. So don't give up. <laughs> I you know? mean, it
1: really takes years, but 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 totally. to, to, for things to start kicking in, it's like six to eight weeks at least.
0: Right. So we've at talked least. about this before on some previous fitness podcasts that we did. But I think that my first piece of advice for you is to write down your top three goals when it comes to self-care, whatever it is, it could literally be have more sex, <laughs> whatever you want to do, write it down and then... Try your hardest to do that three times a week. Then next week, try to do it five times a week. And then the next week, six. And then the next week, seven. Take baby steps, but see how great it makes you feel when you start to accomplish these goals because just accomplishing a goal is going to open another door for you, and that you're going to float down the street with exuding amazing energy and this great aura, and people are going to want to be in your life. People are going to want to give you opportunity, and then you're going to have a fucking great ass too. You know, bonus. <laughs> right for you, for you, and for
1: the guys walking behind you.
0: It's just going to be it's a so to- great. It,
1: it's a total bonus. It's all about, and I and I use the analogy with my clients as a step as a stepping stool. Uh, and, there, and you're surrounded by fog and then there's a stepping stool in front of you. So every step that you go up, you're able to see a little bit better because the right. fog's kind of a little. And then and then as you get up towards the top, you're actually able to see above the fog around your own head and you're able to see the fog around everybody else's head too. So the more you take care of yourself, the more you will be able to understand everybody else, their position. You'll be able to see where they're lacking or where their liabilities are or where they need help. And that's where you as a person... Uh, that uh, is in a position to help people now and to make a difference hopefully everybody has that in them somewhere then you can start to do that because you can see what their situation is more than they can see it themselves so i want to mention real quick uh before you roll through this is that there's no there was an article that i mentioned earlier and they refer to a 2015 pew research study and it's uh and i'll, I'll post the link in the show notes but It indicates that more millennials are reported to making personal improvement commitments than any generation before them, like we talked about. They spend twice as much as boomers on self-care essentials, such as workout regimens, diet plans, life coaching, therapy, and apps to improve their personal well-being. They've even created self-care Twitter bots. So, you know, it's happening. I can't tell you how great that makes me feel. That you guys, that you how guys are actually—you are right. I was going to uh, say, I was say, proud. <laughs> is, proud is so condescending. I wasn't going yeah, to was say. I was going to say. I was going to say happy, but I, I have a problem using happy because it—it's it, <laughs> not what I, it's not what most people. We're going to do a whole show on happy and how much a big big a bunch of bullshit that is. But how how uh, grateful I am. That you guys are actually doing this, and you're taking the steps to elevate everybody. Because the more you elevate yourself, the more you elevate everybody else. And, and please hurry up and get older to where you can get into positions of power, so you can start to create. Totally. You can start to create policy to help everybody.
0: The problem because, with that is we need all the generation Xers to die first. <laughs> So, but well, they will not. because they're not taking care of hopefully themselves. Hopefully not me. Let's just talk about
1: so. <laughs> let's just talk about the baby boomers and then and, and the people in the, with this old school thinking that uh, that all this this small nationalistic thinking that uh, we have to take care of ourselves and that, which means everybody else is uh, you know is against us, which is absolute crap and it's really fucking things up right now. That's my own personal. uh, I know I just want to end
0: by saying I'm really quote unquote proud to be a part of it. And I'm really proud that, you know what, it's uh, even way more serious than uh, the way we're aesthetically taking care of ourselves. It's more than that. I think that the cool part is, is people are really on the path to create mental healthy minds and intake you're emotionally healthy. And when you feel good emotionally, you want to wake up in the morning and take a jog. You want to wake up and go to a Pilates class. You want to do all the things that make you feel good. So I think that if it starts um, from the heart and not the ego, you're on the right path already. And I also just want to tell people to chill and do not expect crazy results in one week. It's okay. It's okay to be exhausted. It's okay to give yourself a break and it's okay to get on the bus and and start slowly.
1: But part, part of my training is I'm still a certified personal trainer. I have been for years and, uh, part of my training if people come in and they want the summer body and they'll come in in May or even April. I'm like, your summer body is going to happen next summer. <laughs> yeah. So don't don't think that you're you know you're going to be rocking whatever you think you're going to be rocking in two months. It ain't going to happen. So if you want to work with me, I'll I'll help you create a lifelong plan of action. It, it, that's that's why we're that's why what we do. We're considered life strategists because we just help people kind of work within the constraint. We work within the constraints and the strengths and weaknesses in terms of what they have. But it's a lifelong gig. It's a lifelong commitment. This is not just a fad thing. That you're going to bring in just to kind of get you down to a certain thing, and, and if then, you're doing uh, it th- and for that reason, roll.
0: it's not going to work out. It so never you sticks. You gotta be it, in it for the mental health. Well, yeah, it, it,
1: it's like all the Biggest Loser people that go in there. First of all, that is the worst possible thing you can do to yourself. Is that extreme of a weight loss? It is horrible. And how that shows on the air, I, I don't. I have no idea because it's terrible in terms of from a medical and a healthy standpoint. But they all they. Uh, nine you know nine tenths of them bloom back up again because they're not setting lifelong so it's too big of a shock to the system so i i I just think that's a good point in regards to what you said uh in in uh, self-care and it's just a lifelong commitment
0: totally it's a lifestyle and it's amazing
1: yeah once you get dialed in it's amazing so you can listen to this uh, you can go to javabud.com you can find all of the uh, show notes if you go to stitcher or soundcloud or itunes i have to abridge the show notes because they won't take i think it's only like 400 characters um, or 400 words total so anyway you can go to javabud.com j-a-v-a-b-u-d.com and you can find all the show notes as well as all of our other 89 or 90 we're almost at 100 shows damn We're at, no way. We're at 90 I think this is 91, 91 or 92. Yeah. So we're almost at 100 shows. So the 100 show is going to be fun because we're going to go back and look at, you know, we'll do like our evolution. Our evolution on the 100 show. Uh, And then uh, so they can hear us where, Lex?
0: Hear us. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Go to thejavabud.com. Email me at Lexi at crucialawareness.com if you guys want any, a free consultation if you want to have a beer. Because you know what? Having a beer and enjoying a good conversation is part of self-care as well. Are you paying? I'll pay. I'll write it. You're buying.
1: Okay, good. If you're yeah, I'll have beer.
0: Hit me up if you guys need um need a, a check, a checkup. You gotta check in with yourself once in a while and make sure everything is running well.
1: Running well, and last but not least, I wanted just to say that I revised my website so it's a little more succinct and clear. And we've got the videos and the podcast, as well as uh, your chance to book something with me. in the first half hour is just an introduction. And some people I click with, and some people I don't. And the people I don't click with, I just take their money and don't help them. And then the people that I do click with, then I help them out a lot. So thanks again. Thanks to the video crowd here, and uh, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Peace.